Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we could keep in touch like they did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Pen Pals with Daniel Van Kirk and Roy Scoble here on Team Coco FM Radio. If you like this show and oh, you man. don't feel feel compelled to sing that theme song loudly, we will do everything in our power to convert you to understand <laughs> the power of that song. I love it. it. So delicious. You're going to be Daniel Vaniel Canyon. You Hi, guys buddy. are here with uh, Roy Mori Scory and Daniel Vaniel Canyon. Your pen pals. It's your show. We just talk about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, just an update. You want to message us? Yes. You, 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 go, uh, you, you Email us. Email us. The pen pals pod at gmail.com. Write us about anything. Don't write us a novel, you lunatic. Write us whatever you want to talk about. And then your mind go, ah, is this a decently fast read? Could they read this in like, you know, two to three minutes and then start to chat about it. And if you think the answer is yes, send us that. Mm-hmm. And we'll write you back in audio form. And always a reminder, anybody new to this community, here's a couple things you might want to know about. We have older episodes. You can go back and see how this show got to where it is and uh, why we do all these hashtags. And who is this Adam Shanley and, and Emily Cox and this Nuno that gets spoken of in Aristotle? These are all characters on this show. Daniel and I are just characters on this show. So are they go back, take a listen. Um, but I think it's, I think now that we are three episodes in, it's time to introduce, uh, to this audience. Uh, he also will not be given a microphone. That's a longstanding rule, uh, on this show. Uh, but our new producer, um, who is, uh, he's always listening and, uh, he, he often yells at us, then that's not talked about enough. Um, but his name is Sean Doherty, and uh, he's the man behind the curtain. 
for all the old listeners who know that we have producers, this is our third one, Sean mm-hmm. Doherty. Now you know his name. We're going to be referencing him quite a bit, and it's going to yeah. be with vitriol. <laughs> well, no, you're like, right. Why, why do you work together? If you don't, if you, why are you mean to him? You're, you, why do you have to work together? If friction breeds other? creativity, that's exactly. That's always been my philosophy. Yeah, friction is important. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, he is. Uh, he's our new producer, and you're going to get to know him over time. And uh, you know, there's a Facebook page. There's a fan section there's a i don't know what it even is shanley started it and uh it's not sanctioned by us but if you really love this show and you want more of it there is more of it to be had patreons and all that shit we'll get into that down the road and rate and review and subscribe please on itunes it really does help you've probably heard that from so many other podcasts before and either everyone is lying there's a reason or that is how it works that is how it works rory before we go before we get into today's letters, mm-hmm. I want to read you a quick little review, okay? All right. Five stars from Shandy24. Now, that's going to be the maximum amount of stars. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, obviously, mm-hmm. someone who likes it. Now, the w- thing I love about this is it proves the fact that if you leave us a review, we might read it. Yeah. If you do, postmark it. Tell us where you're going to be and maybe even ask us a question. But here, this one is from Shandy24. Five stars. Titled Both Ends. On the advice of another reviewer, I started listening to the first episodes and also listened to the newest episodes when they come out. See, it works, friends. It's so cool that some of the same sayings are still being used. Thank you for sticking with each other and working through other people's problems, OPP. I can relate to many of the pennies. Saga, hashtag, grow the show. Oh, so many, so many phrases. I know. know. That's great. That's a great review. A review, right there. A, a review <clears throat> created a review and also created a thing in somebody's life that they're like, I love this show. And brand new penny or a paller. Exactly. Hashtag grow it, baby. Grow it. Hashtag grow it, baby. That's right. Um, all right. You want to do it? Yes. Everyone okay. who's brand new and everyone who's an older listener to this community. Before we go, we just like to say welcome. We hope you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Let's go to the ladder. It's good. It's so stupid. It's truly so stupid that it it fills my heart with joy. Can Uh, I tell you something that fills my heart with joy? I know we've already talked about it. I know we say it all the time. What? Go to Netflix and watch I Think You Should Leave season two. If you like stupid stuff that is so stupid, it's genius. That's what this show is. And Rory, watch it. He, it's a good wear, laugh and you need it. When he wears the old man costume. And he's like, I don't want to be around anymore. No, it's so. And they're like, wait, wait, what do you mean? You want to like die? <laughs> hey, go talk to that woman with the purse. And then what? <laughs> it's so It's so stupid. God, I love it. And I love him. I think he is so. We should have Tim geniusly funny at some point. We'll get him. We will get him in here. Okay. We get aggressive about it. We'll we'll fucking get him. He'll be in here. Am I going? I think you're. And also, oh, and also, anyone who's new, just to mention, some of the shows we're going to have guests 
Yeah. And some of the shows is just me and Daniel. And right. uh, we're figuring out. We used to not really have guests at all. In three years, I think we had five or six guests. Our goal now with Team Coco is to have more uh, more guests. And uh, if you're listening to this and you've listened to the other ones, you know that by now we've had Casey Wilson yep. as a guest on the show. And we have many more uh, down the road to uh, to come. They're great. And, uh, I don't even know. I don't know. It's if so much guests. fun. They're just new pen pals. They're just new pen you'll pals. Always, you'll always yeah. write the letters to us. They'll always be treated with the same sort of uh, comedy, fun, and caring. Um, they'll just be a, a third person that will bring that same energy. So, I love it. More the merrier. That's how I live my life. Okay, here we go. Ready? Ready. Dear Rory Borealis and Daniel Van Camp. Okay. Long order, but we'll allow it. Good when order. I was in, when I was in high school, my extended family got very into Ancestry.com. They started collecting stories and family tree info and sharing it with everyone's AOL addresses. One of the stories that came out of that process has since become family legend. It goes like this. When did Ancestry.com start? I know, AOL. So that has to be like pre-2002. Right. Definitely pre-2005, right? Ugh, I love it when we go detective mode. You know what I mean? Don't you remember when the internet was on CDs? Yeah. How many hours? I still have, that's how I still use it. You do? <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about this recently, but like the audacity of AOL, they wanted to own the internet. Like, you know, it's yeah. just through us. That's how you get on. Yeah. And it almost worked. Like for a while, it worked pretty well. I still stand by it. That whole, really? I love their attitude and their ownership. The audacity. The right, audacity. Yeah. Yep. Family legend. Here we go. And it goes like this. In the early 1900s, my great-grandfather, Peter Markey, left the wee county Louth, that's in Ireland, for a better life in America. He traveled by boat, and he traveled alone, leaving behind his newly pregnant wife. Spoiler alert, she was pregnant with my grandfather and his three other children. He promised that once he secured a job and a place to live in America, he would send back the means for his family to follow him. A man of his word, he did exactly that about six months later. He bought and mailed my great-grandmother four boat tickets from Queenstown, Ireland to New York City. My grandmother, being the shrewd and simple Irish Catholic woman that she was, decided that my great-grandfather had spent too much on the tickets he bought, and she traded them in for tickets on a cheaper ship, leaving around the same time and on the same route. Here's where things get legendary. Rumor has it, the tickets my great-grandfather originally bought were for, drumroll, the Titanic. The Titanic? Did you add I, a T, Daniel? You can't add a T. Yes, I can. <laughs> that's how big it is. You no, that's be, the hey. one That's the one they ended up getting on. So there was the Titanic, and she traded <laughs> yeah. it for the Titanic. <laughs> you can be blasé about some things, Rose, but not about the Titanic. It's over 100 feet longer than the Lusitania. I always the Titanic. Win. I always win. My family was on the Titanic. We could talk about Titanic for so long. My family came over on the Maze Flower. <laughs> it was a little bit. It came later. It came a little bit later. <laughs> we originally docked by. We came over here by the Queen's Marty. Yeah. Okay. I was on the Santa Marinera. Uh, that's how we got here. I love it. Uh, the the great, great great grandfather originally bought tickets for 
the Titanic. Does that yeah. add? Do you know enough about history? Like, does that are, they, are we getting BS'd here? Is this legit Queenstown to New York City? Was that the route? Well, they might have had a ship change. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. Didn't even didn't even consider but a I ship change. If it if it doesn't oh, a layover. Can you imagine a layover with a boat? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I will go this far, and we'll get back into this letter. I promise. But I will say. That for them to think it's possible, either you either had a, a, a ship layover or it has to be the route. Because there's no, that would have, you, if this family still thinks it's a legend and that's not where the Titanic even left from, I'm not trying to say that they're a family of goofies, but they should have figured <laughs> it out. Hashtag later. family of goofies. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Um, now, my family was poor and young and pregnant. So I imagine if they did get on the Titanic, they would have had a hard time surviving. Probably would have been on the lower decks. Probably would have been Leo colored by the end of the night, if you know what I mean. That Dead makes this blue, whole thing blue. a bona fide miracle, in my opinion. Truthfully, we'll never know the true motivations for my great-grandmother. We'll never know the true motivations my great-grandmother may have had when she sold those tickets. But I like to think she believed in sensible frugality so passionately, she literally birthed an entire family line. She made it to New York and her husband, and she gave birth to my grandfather soon after. The part I never learned is whether or not she let my great-grandfather know she had traded the tickets after she did so. I sometimes imagine him reading the headlines from New York City about the Titanic disaster, unaware his prophetic wife had already saved the family from his mistake. So there it is. The legend is my family tree branch was saved by a better deal. That's why I always use the Bed Bath & Beyond coupons for the <laughs> sake of my future generations. Do you two have any family legends, stories that have become part of your mythos, but can't truly be verified? Quick thank you to both of you for coming out every week and making me laugh and think. I've been a paler for over a year now, and your cackling idiocy has gotten me through unemployment, a breakup, and a myriad of other daily challenges with a smile. Sincerely, Ryan. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, just based on how Ryan closed out that letter, I think we've got maybe four or five other letters on the way about oh, yeah. <laughs> You've gotten me through unemployment, the right. war, a breakup, <laughs> pregnancy. <laughs> dehydration okay. why are lucky charms what is the flavor right. in those are right. those actual marshmallows is it weird that i i want the only non-marshmallows version okay do you know what i used to do with lucky charms what pour the bowl separate the marshmallows and then just eat marshmallow lucky charm cereal you can get that or and that's like i think I, that's why i'm not healthy at 40 because i used to do that a lot can i tell you about i love Lucky Charms. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not, I don't know if it's probably my top five, but I love it. Yeah. Um, I have an ASMR thing. I, it, the sound of those marshmallows when you bite into them really yeah. bothers me, but I, yeah. but it tastes so good. I get through it. I know that like, I don't even mean, it's, it's like, it's like when styrofoam rubs together, that sound, it might sound be, it might be styrofoam. <laughs> Can I ask you first, Rory? Yes. My family came over on the Titanic ticket. Um, I, I'm not working backwards because I'll get to that later. You don't but, have to. You don't have to. You don't uh, have to. Did you like the movie Titanic? I loved it. Me too. Can I, I tell you this? I saw, it, I saw it in theater with my, with my aunt. Yeah. Do you say aunt or aunt? 
I say aunt, but you're from I the say South. aunt, and every time I say it, I think I sound wrong. Um, so I was with my aunt, cried, obviously. I'm a human being. Yeah. Got that. Then in high school, I was telling other people. I went to, I saw it in theaters two or three times. Oh, I saw it 80. My my younger siblings informed me of this. They go, we remember the day you came home with the double VHS and made us all watch Titanic. Really? I was like, that's exactly right. It's a great movie. Great movie. Great so movie. Great. So um, great. I was working, uh, <laughs> I was very young, uh, working in a movie theater, and Titanic was out. Uh, and I, I, there was a point where I knew what was happening in the movie just by hearing the score. Like, I could tell you what yeah. was going on. I That's right. So many times. Ooh, roar. Just that out on people without warning. I know now people are just crying. Um, I love this story. And also, think about this. People like, like, uh, they'll be like, oh, I had to go away for a week. Like, or us. Like, like I gotta go away. People back, they left a pregnant wife and three kids just because they heard America might be a good option. That's right. Wild. Are you holding your phone up to me? I, you- I don't know. I just, I'm like, this letter, man, <laughs> it belongs in a museum. <laughs> oh, because you're saying this device changes all that? No, it does. But no, I just mean like, I, I was just holding up the thing that I was like, look at this letter where this, it's just this. Yeah. Well, it, you know, you it also forces you to think back to the level of patience that you was required of you. That oh my God. We... And then, you know, if all too. the if everything breaks in seven years, as predicted, um, then we're going to have to adapt if we survive climate change to realizing how to be patient again, because instant communication, instant anything is going to be uh, not an option. But just the fear, man, like you're like, where's where's David? Uh, you won't know. You, you don't get to know. patience. You have right. to you have to breathe. Well, he went to America. Um he said, well, we're going to have a better life there. Well, what's he, uh, what, like, doing what? I, we don't know. We don't know. Where Where in America? We don't know. Did he, did he, did he get there yeah, yet? If, if we, we're lucky. We don't know yet. If we're lucky, Dayton, Ohio. If we're lucky. <laughs> if we're lucky. <laughs> lucky. But, like, all of the unknown. And then he gets there, right? And he's yeah. like, all right, first thing I'm going to do, write a letter and let her know I made it here. Yeah, but he still doesn't have any more answers. He's just telling her I'm alive, and that's going to take. How long do you think, in the early 1900s, it took for a letter to get from New York to Ireland? A long time. If you, if I made you guess, two weeks. Are you making me guess right now? Yeah, two weeks. That would be my guess too. Here's my question, and I mean this in a very respectful way. You're, you're this dad. Right? Okay. Yep. You're leaving to go on right. this adventure. We've named him David. Are you cheating immediately? I mean, the moment you get to America. <laughs> I, I've often wondered. The moment, the moment you step off of that boat, are you like, where can I, <laughs> where can I meet some women? Like, is that what Don't is happening? Don't you ever happening? think about that, though? Like, early 1900s, even up to the 1950s and 60s, where you're like... I don't even think it was cheap. I think that's just what you did. I was... No, I was just going to say, like, crime was so easy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, depends on if you were, you know, obviously Sherlock Holmes. You get it. You know, right. Like, certain levels like, of crime. DNA? No. 
like photo IDs, nope. Yeah. Uh, cameras, mm-mm. Like yeah. if you got caught after robbing a bank, you wanted to. Or you're an idiot. You're, yeah. Yeah. Like now. It does, it, it is curious the evolution of, of catching criminals, oh. which I think we're realizing now is not as high as we thought it was. What do you mean? Well, and people, you know, in the argument of defunding the police, and people go, well, police now have in New York City have not been defunded and they solve 2% of cases. <laughs> You're like, well, that's a low percentage and they have quite a hefty budget. And, right. you know, look, and everyone's listening and you're like, well, wait, I'm a cop. First off, why do you talk like the PXG guy? And second of all, <laughs> what makes you think I am citing real numbers here? Right. That's someone said, someone posted a thing, they said 2%. And I was like, God, if that's true, because I always thought, it's impossible to get away with any crime. But the older I get, I realize, well, if you're very rich, it's very, you can, right. you can do it. They won't even call it crime. They won't even call it crime. <laughs> it's not even crime. It's business. It's called business. Right. Uh, but I'm also like, you know, you, there, there's obviously a million crime podcasts. Right. And uh, if you guys give us one more year, Daniel and I are going to finally caterpillar into a butterfly and become a crime pen pals mm-hmm. podcast. We can only write us letters pals. about crime. Yep. Penitentiary but, pals. Potent, palpitentiary and pals. Um, but, but my question, you know, it, it, to that is like, well, can, can I just go out and do a crime? Am I probably going to get away <laughs> with it? All these podcasts are like, it's still unsolved to this right. day. Like, are they all unsolved? Because for some reason, I thought they'd all get solved. Um, I listened to a podcast where they interviewed a bank robber and he, they, he only got caught because he confessed. Because he, really, he only got caught because he did that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. The podcast was, it's called The Interrogation Room and it's these cops. They have this And podcast. it is. Kind of, <laughs> it's these, what about that podcast? Where it's, why don't these cops just start releasing The Interrogation Room as a podcast? <laughs> that what people would love. That would crush. It would crush. Oh, are we recording? I don't want to give that away. No, let people have that. Let the okay. people have that idea. Um, Rory. Titanic. Yes. Do uh do you guys have any family legends? It's hard to have like I'm trying to think if I have one, but how do you follow up that story? Like that right. I love that it was like, and anyways, now we're here. Do you guys have a story? Right. <laughs> like, how do you follow that? Uh, I don't know if I mythos. have any family legends. Yeah. But my, do you have like all timer stories that you're like, you guys remember when we, you remember like in my family, there's the Christmas Eve where every, like, you're going to think this was a bit. You're going to think, you guys are going to think like, oh, you must have done our part. I'm not shitting you. I don't know if it was some combination of the noodles and the, and like the slickness of the plates. Seven people in a row in my family spilled sp- spaghetti on the floor, like con- entirely dumped their plate of spaghetti on the floor. At a certain point, it was ridiculous. It became ridiculous. And Ro- Rosemary, who, if you're a new listener, that is Daniel's uh, uh, wonderful grandmother. Yeah. Uh, did she fucking lose it? She kept being like, what's wrong with you? Did people? she make it? Yes, she made it. Oh, God. Of course, she made- Stop it! <laughs> Stop! Go ahead and eat it! We have a picture... It. We have a picture of like four of us on the kitchen floor cleaning up spaghetti. Because who was, was the seventh everywhere. person, and how? I don't remember. As soon as the seventh person did it, the sixth person was like, Whew. "Right." <laughs> we also have. Thank we God! Also, thank God they they dropped it. 
This is documented on my very first episode uh, as a guest of uh, The Crab Feast, the former podcast of our two dear friends, Ryan Sickler and Jason Larson. But I talked about how there was a weekend up at the family cabin in Wisconsin where um, we, we had a goat. Like a goat showed up and just spent the weekend with my family. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was there. <laughs> And someone's like, no, you mean Kobe and mm. LeBron. <laughs> we just devolve. We just devolve. Um, and the goat was there the whole weekend. And it was it was like Labor Day weekend or it was an extended holiday weekend. And yeah. we had a goat for four days that like, like love that. stood on top of the grill, like a Weber grill. Like it was I still hot. It. it would jump up there and stand up there. And then at one point it ended up in the cabin. We're like, no, the goat cannot be in the cabin. And we named it Gary, and it was Gary. Was that goat, any... And it just kind of lives as a little legendary story. In my any family. part of you that thought that was the reincarnation of anyone in your family that had passed away within, like, the past two or three years? Uh, longer. It was, like, a, like Grandpa or something. And you were like, that might be Grandpa. Yeah. That would be... Wild. That I... I I hold space for those kind of true potential truths. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It was great. So there, I, we do have. Some, otherwise, like, what is the? And we 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 talked about squirrel wizards. What what is that goat's perception of your species and this location to be like? I'm gonna hang out here for a while. Yeah, like, what did know. it gain? Did you guys feed it? What do you feed uh, no, a goat? We didn't. Yeah, what we does didn't, a goat uh, eat? Like, well, they'll eat pretty much anything. Burgers, but, you know, lettuce, if you're doing it right. Okay, I just thought of one. I do, that is do, if you're doing it right. We do have a, uh, a legendary story. It actually involves me and my family. Oh, guy. I don't know if I've ever told you this. So we came far too close to me not existing, like me not even being here. Okay, my this mom, is directly relevant to the Titanic. My mom was pregnant with me, as one does. And Aunt Helen, my mom's aunt, she passed away. Aunt Helen was like a huge matriarch pillar of my family. I obviously I never met her. Yeah. They lived in Michigan. So everyone goes to Michigan and uh, I'm not due, I think, for like two weeks. Everyone goes to Michigan for the visitation and the funeral. It, that, that Aunt Helen was like a mom to my grandpa. Bob for, for sure. Yep. And so they all leave Rochelle. They all go there. But my mom can't go. She's pregnant. Very close to her due date. And uh, my Aunt Connie decides to stay with her yeah and uh you know obviously i'll stay with diane so everybody else goes to funeral. no one in my family is in russia everyone goes my mom uh forgive me for not knowing all the medical stuff but like sh something's wrong with her like she's very uncomfortable or she's sick or fever like she was she was in bad shape so she goes to the hospital rochelle community hospital and Our they siege. all i know is whatever was wrong with her they misdiagnosed and they send her home so now they're my mom and Aunt Connie are in my grandparents' house and everyone else is at the funeral. And uh, my Aunt Connie, it's like super hot. It's the beginning of August, as you and I both know. August 5th, me, August 6th, you. Um, we, uh, we, we have Rochelle, it's super hot. Aunt Connie goes upstairs to go to sleep in uh, my grandparents' bedroom because there's only room with air conditioning. And at some point in the middle of the night, we now get to the thick of it. At some point in the middle of the night, she just feels like, I should go check on Diane. I should just go check on her. She goes downstairs. Bathroom door is open. Diane's, all she sees are Diane's feet. 
like oh on the floor. Okay. And my mom has gone into some sort of medical condition that is very, very bad. And yeah. uh, if they get her to the hospital, they figure out what it is, and I end up being born. But if she had not gone downstairs, I think I'm without being able to tell you all the exact terms, but we would have both died. Yeah. And so it's just this like legendary thing of like Connie to this day is like, I don't, I, there was just something that was like, it's perfectly cold in this room, but I'm going to go walk through this hot ass house just because something's telling me to go check on Diane. And, yeah. And now I'm here and that's it. If somebody doesn't get up, if somebody doesn't like go downstairs, you're, you're doing this podcast with probably somebody maybe funnier at times, but you're stuck. I so. think that all the time. <laughs> I've seen I'm always reviews. like, who you also could... write reviews. <laughs> I write a lot. I write a lot of negative reviews. For our podcast. <laughs> so yeah, that's one. That's fine. One star. I like Rory, but not Daniel. <laughs> I don't want to say I wish Daniel had never been born, but it <laughs> there, it's possible. And I know details. Yeah. Do I wish Aunt Connie would have gone to Aunt Helen's visitation? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. The answer is yes. One star. <laughs> oh. All right. That's that is, uh, that is, uh, it was close. I, I can't believe it was close. I can't believe we've been doing this show for this long and you have not told that story before. That's, I uh, I guess we know so much about Aunt Connie and, and Diane and your family in, uh, Rochelle. It's Rochelle. And, um, <laughs> I can't believe that hasn't come up before. Well, now you know. Um, um, I don't know that I have one. I don't know that I have one. I don't remember my life in these ways. When people tell me family stories and all these things, I just yeah. don't. Uh, I just don't remember uh, any of these these details. I mean, it's the whole sliding. It's so impressive, Gwyneth Paltrow sliding doors thing, right? Where like you like didn't um, Richie Valance isn't that his name? Like the the, Bamba? the music died. Yeah. Yeah. Like he wasn't even supposed to be on that plane. That's Someone right. gave up their seat so that he could fly on it. And then that's right. him and Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper. That's right. Um, yeah, there's there, there, you know, there's probably a million things like that that you don't even know that you yeah. didn't do blank, and so blank never happened or right. did happen. Right. Um I love this letter so much. Uh you know, we always say we've got our little thing. If you want to write us back, you're all our pen pals. If you've got one of these in your life, send it to us. Let us know. Thepenpalspod at gmail.com. Ryan, if you want to ever send us your other stuff, unemployments, breakups, or just how you're doing with the myriad of daily challenges, hit us up. up Way to tease at the end. But uh, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Van Scoville. And we're back, folks. You, you are, are in it. You're in it. You're Thank in you for being time. here. Thank Agreed. you for being here. Agreed. Second. If you, if you enjoy this, tell people. If you yep. don't enjoy this, I don't know how you're even hearing my voice right now. <laughs> how did you get this far into the episode? If you're like, I don't yeah. even like this. If you don't, you deserve to be happy. And if we're not it, like, that's okay. Look, but also, I think not... if you stick around, we will be it because we, we care. Yeah. We're just two cackling edits. Just, we're just having fun. Just yep. having some fun here. Yep. But uh, here's our next letter. Let me just reach up and uh, try to grab it here. Grab it. Love it. Open it up here. Obviously, this is okay. uh, snail mail. Rory is making this noise with his mouth. Stop. I do Foley. <laughs> I, I know. Do. And you're very good. Hi, guys. Exclamation point. I like that. Love that. 
There's like that's a that's like excitement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi guys. Okay, yes, I didn't want to show favoritism with naming one before the other. Ha-ha. That's nice of you to do to Rory. That's nice of you to know that Daniel's feelings matter. Uh, <laughs> I'll try to keep this short. A year ago, I like that I immediately just said the same ex- joke you just did. <laughs> I did too. I I genuinely did. I'll try to keep this short. A year ago this weekend, I was informed by my now former friend's boyfriend. Okay. That said former friend and my ex-boyfriend had been having a relationship behind our backs. Note, I was not dating my ex-boyfriend during this time. Daniel, are you already wildly confused by yeah, the yeah, equation? Yeah, I literally... St- I, I'm not going to lie. I started doing a flow chart. I am so, doing one right now, and I am trying to... Okay, so informed by my now former friend's boyfriend. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say. So he Sarah, also was cheated on? Sarah and Kim were friends. Sarah dated Michael. Okay? Yes. Okay. Kim dated Randy. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to get like, so, yeah, I thought, I thought the joke was going to be the name was so outlandish. It also detracted <laughs> from the equation. <laughs> Sarah and Kim are friends. Sarah dates Michael. Kim dates Randy. Alpha okay. bar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes by Arthur. <laughs> Sarah and Michael. Sarah and Michael met at brunch. Now, it wasn't one of those shitty brunches where like bottomless mimosas, <laughs> no, but they out on no. you. This was they, a yeah. top tier, very good, like you could tell by the quality of the hollandaise sauce. Yes. So, Pancakes for the Table was yes. called Pancakes for the Table on yes. the menu because they knew the they knew the vibe of the table. Sarah and Michael date. Sarah and Michael break up. Sarah and Michael no longer together. Mm-hmm. At this point, Kim and Michael Alpha Bar. Start, oh, sorry. No, Randy Alpha Bar. Kim and Michael start having sexual relations. Interesting. Now, do I know at this point in the flow chart whether or not Randy Alpha Bar and Kim are still together? I do not. But I do know that much later on in time, Randy Alpha Bar <laughs> tells Sarah that Michael and Kim we're having sex with each other. Now, I mean, I feel like you took liberties with some details. <laughs> Sarah has not told us yet how long after her dating they started to have sex. And by they, I obviously mean Michael Bavioli and Kim Stanton. So if Bavioli and Stanton were you, having, I can't, my brain is like melting. <laughs> You know how impressed Even I am with myself. St- I am. Right I am. I am so impressed by the <laughs> distance you got out of that. I but cannot... Michael Bavioli and Kim Stanton. Mike, yes, Kimmy Stanton, Kimmy's Kimmy S. So they've been having a relationship behind our backs. Yeah. So does I don't know if that means that Randy is saying, "Hey, Sarah, did you know both of our exes have been having sex?" Or if Randy's saying, "Did you know?" That while Kim Stanton and I were together, and after you and Michael yeah. Bavioli broke up, they were 
together. I have no I'm, idea. I'm going to reread this and then I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. I'll try to keep this short. A year ago this weekend, I was informed by my now former friend's boyfriend that said former friend and my ex-boyfriend had been having a relationship behind our backs. Note, I was not dating my ex-boyfriend during this time. Does the note mean when I found out this information that that relationship had already ended? But I found out I was cheated on. But when I was informed of the cheating on, I was not still in a relationship with that person. I think that Sarah is saying that when Michael was having sex with Kim, they weren't together. But I will say the fact that she says my No, I think they were together when that was happening. But when she found out about it, they were no longer together. But he, she says, I, I was not dating my ex-boyfriend during this time. Do you mean the time that, she, that Michael was having sex with Kim or, or during the, the time, time that, that she, she found, found out? This, that's what I'm asking you. Well, the fact, that, the fact that Randy says it was behind our backs, that must yeah. mean they were all dating. Okay, we're going to push through. So we are three what, sentences are right. are right. into this Kim letter. Kim and Michael have broken up, <laughs> but Randy... or I'm sorry, Kim and Sarah have broken... Sorry. Sarah and Michael have broken up. Sarah and Michael have broken up. But Randy said, hey, I know you guys already broke up. I'm still with Kim. But I just found out that... And I want you to know. Yes. that that, uh, And okay. I know you guys are already broken up. But I just okay. want you to know that uh, Kim and Michael uh, were cheating. Kim was cheating on me. And Michael was ch- cheating on you. Yeah, and, then and I just oh, want for all Randy. our listeners who are going to write a letter and they go, I don't know, my letter might be too confusing. I just want you to know, it doesn't matter because Daniel and I decipher shit and we pull it together and we yeah. were detectives and we figure it out. We have a few open cases still. Yep. Oh, this yeah. ex-boyfriend of mine had put me through intermittent hell via what I now understand was emotional abuse, that would be trauma point. bonding BS, basic narcissist shit. This on-again, off-again relationship lasted a span of 14 years with several years in the middle of that with no contact and a reconnection initiated by him beginning in 2015. We started officially dating again in 2018, which quickly concluded a few months in with more of his gaslighting and all sorts of hell that I stupidly and very painfully tried to hang on for months waiting for him to be okay as he claimed illness, etc. Stars, eye roll. Do you say stars? What is that? You say star? Asterisk, eye roll, asterisk. Asterisk, I like stars. Eye roll. I like stars way more. If somebody says stars and then whatever they fought with, you just you want it's like parentheses. Yeah, like you know that it's it's book 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 ended with stars. Anyway. All that put me into a long road of healing, therapy, etc. Meanwhile, trying to make huge changes in my personal life outside that relationship and my professional life. All of this is too much to get into for this message. Oh, we are in it now. We're in, yeah. So my ex-friend, who he had who Debbie he Kim. has been having Kim. this relationship, I discovered had been using my confiding in her about him over the last few years to gather intel so she could make her move. Jesus Christ. Jesus, Kim. I Fucking Kim. When I found out about their relationship, she and my ex-boyfriend didn't respond to my reaching out to them to confirm this or apologize. Instead, they both blocked me and hid the inappropriateness of this from their families and other friends. Oh, yeah, he was representing her as her attorney. 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 I digress. Michael is also Kim's lawyer? Yes. 
this might be a pitch for a a a uh, hour drama <laughs> that we're reading. Let's get this to Shonda, baby. Uh, I spent I spent last summer hurting deeply over this. I felt absolutely destroyed destroyed while dealing with unemployment and pandemic shit, and at times a lot of isolation because of those things. Thank goodness for my poor mom who listened to so much of my crying, breakdowns, and ranting over it all. All that said, as part of my healing, I found many podcasts to get me through the tough times, including DPT and Pen Pals. Dumb People Town, if you're new. You two have restored my hope that good, decent, caring, humane men still exist and with humor to boot. So thank you both for existing and being the sweet, funny guys you are. DVK, your stories especially resonate with me as I'm from a smallish city outside Chicago. By the way, I was also taking classes at Second City Chicago. I was about to start Level C when the old pandemo shut it down, among many other things I was doing to change my life. So hopefully this year will be better. Any advice or words of hope or stories you can share that would relate to any of this would be greatly appreciated. I know that sounds so vague. Ha ha. I just am not sure what to ask, but wanted to share a bit of my story with you and how you have helped me feel happy and laugh and restored some hope in humans. LOL. I also see that I did not keep this very short, but trust me, this is the shortest version of a very long, detailed, complex, and awful story. Below, unrelated to my story, I'm including a pic of some basil I saw at my local jewel when looking for basil. DVK, that's for you. Thanks again. Best, Annie. And uh, since everyone can't see, she's included a picture of basil that comes fresh from Rochelle, Illinois. <laughs> I I like to add the Z. Uh because I, I love Sufjan Stevens. Dude, um, great food comes from Rochelle, man. Great produce, great, great food, basil, great vibes. Tomatoes, Vince's awesome pizza. fucking vibes, dude. Can I? I th- so knowing that there is a lot here that we can't necessarily comment on, right? Because we don't, we don't totally know it. Right. I have a few things to throw into this. First off, uh. Annie, it does sound like you're in a better space in dealing with this very traumatic relationship slash friendship. Um, and God bless you for getting through that because, oh my God, that is a mind fuckery of yeah, that's people. That, that when people fuck just with people's minds, that, that to me friends, is some of the purest evil. Yeah. And it's when someone says, fuck you to your face, that's when you go, you're not evil. You're not evil, right? It's the per, it's behind you the behind be your back mean. shit. You might be mean, but you're not evil. Yeah, you I might mean, be mean, and maybe we have friction. You could also be evil, but at least I know you're you're honest with your. You're sh- you're showing me your cards because right. you're saying, "Hey, I'm not hiding." It's right. the hiding, and I yeah. mean, from a friend and from a boyfriend, like that's that is deep, dark, uh, evil type shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, stars eye roll. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> um, Knowing that you didn't ask a specific question here, but you did heavily compliment Daniel and I, I want to throw this out there because I think sometimes this isn't talked about uh, all the time. And I think there's some people who maybe don't grow because they think that that's not who they are. When you say thank you to Daniel and I, and you say uh, stuff like, you know, you're good, you you restore faith in the fact that men can be good, caring, kind people. I want to make it clear. It doesn't mean that Daniel and I didn't come from instances of of maybe at points in our life behaving like pieces of shit 
or behaving in the way that maybe someone would stereotypically classify a man to be, you know, fucking whatever people would say where it's like uh, uh, misogynistic or sexist or all these things. I speaking for myself alone i don't know daniel's entire past but i don't i don't come from a place of this clean sheet of hey i i'm this caring kind person i was influenced by those people who in retrospect i think back and go god i'm so in awe of the men and women in my life who at a very young age seem to really be open to understanding how to compose themselves in a mature way to be kind and compassionate and caring and all those things, empathetic, all that. Right. Because I was not that person, but they influenced me to be this person who I am today. So when you do say, uh, I just want to make it clear. So when you say, thank you, I just want you to know that, you know, I, I, you know, there's an apartment sits here and go, I used to be as evil as your ex-boyfriend. I wasn't, No, but you know, I definitely wasn't like some person I would say had an A plus and was some great guy. I was influenced by the right people to become that. And I, I say that to any listeners who, you know, if you know someone in your life, don't discount the fact that people can change into someone that you really do uh, like. You do have to hope it happens. You have to hope that people do the work to actually change. And if you're listening to this and you're a man and you're like, I still say sexist stuff or I still do stuff because that's that's who I am. I just want you to know that is the problem everyone's always talking about. <laughs> that is the problem. <laughs> the unwillingness to open your mind, open your ears, and listen to what people are talking about. I know I'm I'm babbling here, but a quick example, the whole discussion over proper pronouns and what people want you to use as their pronouns. There's the person who goes, well, I don't care and I'm not going to do it. And then there's a person who's like, explain it to me and teach it to me and I'll figure it out if it means... Uh, if it means something to your to to respecting you and respecting how you want things, right. I want you to know I am signing up for the the side of respect as opposed to the side of well I think it's ridiculous and I don't live like that. That is what I'm talking about. You're you're going to be one of those two people. Try to always be the person who signs up to listen and have an open mind and and be willing to change. There are people, Rory, who like I guarantee. They, they don't put it like this. Like, they haven't realized it. But their problem with me, like, their problem with me as a person, I lost some relationships in the last, like, year, right? As we've just had a, a, enough, like, uh, things in our world that made you go, like, hey, do you care about these people? Hey, do you care about this thing? Do you care about this? Do you care, right? There are people whose number one problem with me is uh, that I care. Like, and they'll never put it in that way. But, like, you still talk to Daniel Van Kirk. They're like, no, like, that's, like... I was just fucking sick of him, like caring about people, <laughs> fighting for care. Right. He just kept fighting for care. And, and on the quick thing of pronouns, that. right? If anybody's ever like, I'm not doing that shit. You're, you're fuck. If you look like this, you look like this. And that's what I say you are. And then I'll go, um, uh, what, what's your name? And then, you know, they'll go, Nathan. I go, okay. Uh, you want me to call you that? And they go, yeah. I go, why? Cause that's my name. Like, so you want me to call you Nathan? Like, I don't don't call you like, don't like, don't call you Cantaloupe. I'm like, no, it's Nathan. I'm like, all right, so I'm just calling it. I'm just calling you that because you've asked me to call you Nathan. <laughs> yes, right. And I have to. You want me to go along with it just because you asked? Well, that's my name. I'm like, yeah, you, you identify as Nathan, so that's what you want to be called, right? And then I'm, and then I'll just stop and look at them for a long time and see if they catch up to the race we've started. A lot of times they don't. 
But even in this, like, even in, I, and this is a great example. Already, you're already asking me to call you something. And because yes. I care, I do it. I don't call you cantaloupe. Yes. I call you. I call you Nathan. And this is a good point. And you and and I what I love about this point is in this scenario, if you're the Daniel and someone is the Nathan, don't discount. And I obviously am barring someone who is viciously evil and physically abusive. Sure. But don't don't discount the fact that maybe the light will go off for Nathan and Nathan will go. You're right. Oh, my God. We're all asking. And you and you just go. There you go. And I'm not. I'm not trying to explain my point to you because if you see it, you're going to go, well, now Daniel's above me because he taught me. All no, the teachers, no. and, I, and you do see this. You do see I, this. Right. I know. I For hate some that. people, some people don't want to grow and they don't want to change because then it means then Daniel. I'm indebted to da Dan. Yeah. That means Daniel was right and what I'm admitting is, is wrong. It's the right. evils of the fucking ego. Be wrong allow yourself to be wrong accept that you're fucking wrong and when someone explains something to you and you really think maybe they're right or they have a point be willing to be changed and tell them and also conversely and i don't know if i'm using that right but if you're if in this scenario you're the teacher you're daniel here don't fucking hold it over someone that you taught them something or you no, changed them that's, just that's pass on too. the thing that probably someone right. passed on to you and right. it's i think about it too when i try to argue with people or have a thing i don't try to have this thing like i'm fucking super smart because i know that i'm not but i right. do know that at one point i was wrong and it right. wasn't me that changed me into the person being right Right. I, the only work I did was opening my mind and actually fucking listening and then else. stepping back and going, that person is right. You know what? That <laughs> person actually is right. I don't say F-A-G-G-O-T. Right. I used to say it jokingly all the fucking time right. up until my very good friend who I love dearly, Todd Glass, did Mark Marin, and he came out and he explained the perspective of so many people in your life. And he came out because so many young people were committing suicide mm -hmm. because of the, what they were, they were yes. dealing with. Yeah. And he came out and explained why when you're someone like me, he didn't reference me specifically, but this is, it was specifically something that I related right. to. Right. Someone like me who uses that word jokingly with friends and you don't mean it in the way Right. That someone who's trying to be hurtful uses it. He right. still explained what it does to that other person. And it was right. so, and I was, and I wanted to sit there and go, yeah, but I, I'm joking and I use it this way and it's mm -hmm. funny and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But I step back and I go, or is he right? Or is he right? Because right. he's on the other side of the experience of that word and I'm not, and I never will be. Right. So is he right? And I said, he is right. And from this point on, I'm not going to fucking do that. Yeah. I'm going to fucking change. Same. And there you go. So when someone goes, oh, well, you used to use that and you used to be an asshole. I go, yes. So don't discount that the person who is an asshole can't maybe open up their mind. A lot of it does come from them being willing to do the work and the teacher coming from a place of, I'm just trying to inform you, not trying to fucking hold something <laughs> over your, right. your fucking, your head about it, you know? Can I say, before we roll out of here, like, is that my first rant coming over to Team Coco? Yeah, it was good. And I don't mean that in a facetious way. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It was um, good. That was a good fucking rant, man. Uh, any advice, words, or hope stories you could share that relate to? I think this is the thing I would tell you, okay? I, just because in my own life, um, uh, a 
few years ago, I went through like kind of a traumatic thing. And then I tried to like double down on other areas of positivity in my life. And that's good. And uh, that, that benefited me. And I'd, I'd say that that is an important thing to do, like uh, go where the go where the warmth is. But also at the same time, I encourage you to um, take inventory and uh, treat what did happen to you. The mistake that I made for a long time is that I, I just doubled down into like those other positive areas and I just kind of left this other like wound, right? It'd almost be like yeah. if you had a sprained ankle and you're like, man, I can't walk. So I'm just going to keep doing bicep curls. And yeah, your arms will get huge. But at some point, like you've got to rehabilitate that ankle. Yeah. And, and so um, I would say that uh, under be prepared and maybe you already are. So maybe I'm saying this to somebody else who's going to hear it. But if I'm saying it to you, you know, and like what happened with Randy and Michael and Kim, Sarah is, is Stanton family. Yeah. yeah is, um, you know, is tough. And so I would say to you, like in future friendships and in future relationships, and maybe you're already doing this, like I said, um, be able to be upfront with that. Like tell a person like, Hey, just so you know, uh, and I'm not saying like date one or first friendship hang, but be able to say to somebody like, Hey, just, you know, I've been coming out of this thing where I had some people who hurt me. So if I ever come off like a little bit like cagey, or if I am or like a little bit like, uh, the trust part seems a little hard for me. I just want you to know it's just coming from a real place of something that I'm working on because one that allows you, that gives you that emotional and mental permission to say to yourself like yeah i was wounded and you're yeah. also telling someone else you know like if we were going if, if we were going to go out and and to just stick with the sprained ankle thing and like rory and i were going to throw the frisbee around and he never mentioned to me that he sprained his ankle i'm gonna be like this dude fucking sucks at like getting to these catches and going over there whereas if he goes like dude i'd love to throw the frisbee with you just you know i tweaked my ankle a couple of days ago so if it gets <laughs> if it's too far for me i'm not going to be a run over and get it and now yeah. we know the context of this to not be too trivial, this relationship of throwing a Frisbee. Right. And so I want you to be able to have that for yourself as well, where you just say, feel free to say to somebody, and if that's for somebody who's like too much for them, that doesn't also, make them a bad person. It means that maybe you just kind of met at a time in your life where they didn't have the bandwidth to be there for somebody and you don't want those people to be for you, be there if they can't be there for you. So just my only mm -hmm. advice were like, you've gone through something traumatic it behooves you to identify that, be upfront with it, and yeah. uh, allow yourself that time to heal. And you may already be doing all that stuff. And also, even though I feel confident in the things that I said, I want to remind everybody, Rory and I are not professionals. We just give a shit. So I, I, we speak from the truest form of giving a shit. And the other, the other version of that is Daniel has to be up front and say, look, I fucking suck at throwing the Frisbee. You're going to be running a lot. I rarely hit yeah. the target, yes. which is obviously you. And so because <laughs> I wasn't wrong. up front about how bad I am at this, right. um, you know, I'm going to have to discover mm -hmm. that you also concealed some information to me that you might not be able to adjust uh, to how bad I am at this. Yeah. But if Although, I step up and say, Hey, I'm not good at throwing this Frisbee and hitting the target. And you right. say, Hey, great. I'm not going to be great at being able to move quickly. Right. And maybe we as two people participating in something uh -huh. say, Hey, then we're probably not going to be able to operate at great distances. Let's get it in closer together. 
and make our jobs easier. I, I don't this? know if we came up with the perfect metaphor for a relationship, <laughs> but I think we did. And I bet we get nominated for that. Well, we did because I will say, Rory, we did because all we're doing is highlighting communication and expectation and, and, uh, like and rehabilitation. Build. Yes. Can I also just say, because I feel like I have to put those, I'm extremely good at throwing a Frisbee. So that, I, it, it, that was more of a metaphor. No, I am Well, I'm not. Good. I have good ankles. Uh, I want to be very clear. I played <laughs> soccer. I played soccer for several years. So I, I've got strong ankles. I want to be very um, clear about that. I hope everything... I, I love that this show can have been there for you. I love that we can be there for you. That's what pen pals are for. Uh, I'm sorry for all the stuff that you've gone through. And I hope you're able to uh, get back into the more of the positive things in your life that you were enjoying, like Second City. God knows that place uh, changed my life and meant the world to me. Um, and uh, it seems like it's uh, going through some changes to only get better in that regard, which is a positive thing. Um, but uh, I don't even read this, so I'm not going to close it out. But I'm going to uh, close it out right glad now. Glad we dude. could be there for you. Keep us posted. Let us know how you're doing. And um, Rory? And if you guys are looking for non-GMO project verified basil there that's pesticide-free that comes from Rochelle, Illinois, don't be afraid of grown for locals, Bright Farms Basil. Annie, uh, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Rory Van Kirk and Daniel Scoble. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.